Hello, and welcome to Quick Charge. I'm Mikey G, and it's Tuesday, October 17th. A small fleet of Tesla Cybertrucks has been spotted at Gigafactory, Texas, ahead of what we expect will be a delivery event announcement. Drone pilot Joe Tedmeyer spotted nine trucks with covers on them, although the novel shape of the vehicle doesn't hide all that much. Over the last few months, Tesla has been producing dozens of trucks out of Gigafactory, Texas, and shipping them around the country, and even some for distant testing. At this point, Tesla's test program for the trucks might be in the hundreds of units. At Electrek, we expect Tesla to announce the Cybertruck delivery event during the third quarter report. And part of the reason we think that is that the third quarter report may not be as rosy as some would hope. The NHTSA announced that Tesla is recalling over 54,000 Model X units, but again, the word recall is being used for an over-the-air software update. There's a lot of debate in the Tesla community about whether or not it's fair to use the word recall, since the word generally refers to having a physical recall of the vehicle back to the manufacturer for service, and in the case of Tesla, it's just software. But today you might see headlines that Tesla has recalled so many Model X vehicles over a problem with the brake fluid. In the notice, the NHTSA also says that Tesla has already pushed an update. According to documents submitted by Tesla, the automaker's production team found out about the issue back in September. Tesla has released a new video demonstration of its latest self-driving software. A few months ago, Elon Musk did a live stream of a drive with Tesla's latest full self-driving software in the Bay Area. But unfortunately, the video quality wasn't terribly high, but now we've got something a little more polished. In the latest video, Tesla doesn't confirm the exact build of the system, but we are told that it's version 11.4.7 or later. Therefore, it doesn't seem as though this demo features the latest neural network-based vehicle controls. It's important to note that Tesla acknowledged that it removed the alerts to apply pressure to the steering wheel for the purpose of this demo. That's something that owners cannot do. The five-minute drive shows a no-intervention drive where the environment is largely residential streets where full self-driving beta shines. Nothing terribly groundbreaking for those of us who follow Tesla quite closely. Tesla hasn't released an autopilot safety data report in about one year. Since 2018, Tesla had been trying to create a benchmark for improving its autopilot safety by releasing quarterly reports that compare the number of miles per accident on and off autopilot. It wasn't a full set of data, and the limitation of what Tesla had self-reported was criticized by some individuals and organizations, but now the criticism has stopped since the reports have stopped also. In January of 2023, the company released reports for the first three quarters of 2022, catching up on a lapse that had accumulated, and then a few months later they released the fourth quarter report from 2022. But since then, they have stopped releasing data altogether, making it almost a year old. Now, while we have pretty good access to self-driving data from programs like Waymo, Cruise, and others, thanks to the California DMV's self-driving testing oversight, Unfortunately, Tesla has managed to avoid being included in that by arguing that the full self-driving beta program, which is called full self-driving, is not a self-driving test program, but instead a level 2 assisted driving system. At Electric, we can only hope that Tesla will release this report in the upcoming quarterly report, but that one's not terribly likely. Today's episode is sponsored by AMP, makers of energy management solutions for e-mobility products. 
Team AMP is known for its expertise in the industry when it comes to understanding the battery and its functionality. With more than 300 years of combined experience, the team has developed proven battery management systems that are suitable for a wide range of applications, starting from 12 volts to 1,000 volts. That extends to the AMP battery management systems algorithms that help companies building e-mobility products improve battery life while maximizing the power that can be safely utilized. The company also offers a highly integrated combination of charging software and hardware with AMP EMU. That includes an all-in-one DC-DC converter, onboard charger, power distribution, and a charge controller for electric vehicles. This unit saves space and cost in your EVs while providing maximum power density. Brands building new electric vehicles products will want to consider the AMP EVCC, a state-of-the-art charge controller for electric vehicles with support for all major charging standards, including CCS, NACS, and Shademo. And the AMP Fast Charge Junction Box to enable Level 3 DC fast charging, all built on the AMP charging software stack, the world's number one charging software capable of complying with all major charging standards globally. You can learn more about the AMP Energy Management Solutions at amp.tech. Okay, let's get in the fast lane for some quick electric vehicle news. BMW Group is the latest legacy automaker to confirm that it will adopt the North American charging standard for North American vehicles. That one's coming in 2025, like everyone else. Next up, Volta Trucks, which has planned to begin selling its heavy-duty EV trucks in the U.S. later this year, has filed for bankruptcy in Sweden. A short statement from the company paints a grim picture with some of the blame laid at the feet of Volta Batteries' supplier, which is called Proterra. They themselves filed for bankruptcy back in August. Volta will also file for insolvency in the UK. And finally, Hyundai is cutting the EV lease price of the Ioniq 5 and Ioniq 6, offering some of the cheapest rates since the launch. This is likely in direct competition with Tesla, who did the same thing last week. A new study from S&P Global Mobility says that half of electric vehicle owners go back to internal combustion engine vehicles as either a replacement car or a second vehicle. There is one exception, and that's Tesla owners who are notoriously fierce for brand loyalty. In one example, 37.3% of Ford Mustang Mach-E owners bought another EV versus 45.8% opting for an internal combustion vehicle. There's also a large number of buyers transitioning from a Ford truck or SUV in both internal combustion and hybrid powertrains. Now, Tesla, the market leader, saw an increase in EV loyalty from 51.8% to 76.7%. Legacy Auto had customers changing between brands while Tesla kept them on the ticket. General Motors announced that it will push back electric truck production at its Orion assembly plant in Michigan by an additional year. GM now plans to begin EV truck production there in late of 2025. The Orion assembly plant, where the current Chevy Bolt EV and EUV are being built, was expected to begin building electric trucks next year in 2024. But now a GM spokesman said that GM is delaying EV truck production, saying, quote, to better manage capital investment while aligning with evolving EV demand. Now, this doesn't mean that Chevy won't make the truck. They just won't reach the high production number that originally planned. GM has already begun building the Chevy Silverado EV work truck at its Factory Zero plant, its first dedicated electric vehicle assembly plant. 
Now, this news comes as Ford announced that they would be temporarily cutting one of three shifts at its Rogue EV plant on Monday, where the F-150 Lightning is made. Lucid Motors initially planned to build 10,000 cars in the year of 2023, but early third quarter 2023 data published by Lucid shows that it'll be quite the stretch. Lucid produced 1,550 cars during the third quarter, which is a huge 28.7% drop from the 2,173 cars that they produced previously. Now, the press release doesn't mention their production target, which may be revised when the final report is released. On the plus size, the company delivered 1,457 cars, which is a slight increase over the 1,404 they delivered in the second quarter. This won't get the company out of the woods, as available inventory is stacking up. Lucid does have international sales to look forward to, especially in Saudi Arabia. In today's community comment found on YouTube, Mahdi Electrified says, Let's go Formula E racing. Well, come to think of it, we actually cover Formula E on Electrek. Since the purpose of Quick Charge is to provide quick daily electric car news, there are a handful of topics that we don't have with regularity on the show. Electric boats, flying cars, flying electric boats, and personal transport usually wind up on the cutting room floor. Electrek actually has another channel, if you're not aware, and that one has a variety of contributors, including myself, on electric cars, electric bikes, and we do some other fun stuff there too. Thanks for watching Quick Charge. I'm Mikey G, and I hope you have a great day.